0: All right. uh, Just as if uh, this isn't interesting enough today, an Ipsos poll says that in 2019, we could possibly see Kevin O'Leary being a threat against the Justin Trudeau Liberal Party. Uh, This is as a result of uh, these results are from a new global TV Ipsos uh, read poll, uh, which uh, has, uh, I guess, uh, with these leaders running uh, a very close race to talk more about all of this. The vice president of Ipsos Public Affairs, Sean Simpson, and he is with us now. Hello, Sean. How are you today?
1: Very well. How are you?
0: Good. Thank you for taking the time to uh, to talk to us today. Boy, I, you know, these polls are becoming more and more interesting as uh, time goes by. Uh, first of all, uh, tell us what uh, the results of this one are and how close these uh, these two leaders are if they were mm-hmm. to run. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the first thing I should say about the poll of, of uh, Canadians is that, in fact, it is a poll of Canadians, not of Canadians. Um, uh, Tory members so uh, we we have no sense uh, aside from how familiar people are with the candidates who will win the the Tory nomination i should say that right out 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 front however we tested some scenarios to see how some of the front runners uh, might fare against Justin Trudeau in a general election and the results of this survey show that if kevin o'leary were the leader of the conservative party The Liberals would receive 38 percent of the vote compared to the Conservatives, who would receive 37 percent of the vote. So it looks at this early juncture. If O'Leary were to win the leadership, he could mount a significant challenge to the incumbent Liberals during the next election.
0: Uh, Surprising this is happening at this stage. What What do these numbers tell you?
1: Well, I mean, the numbers tell me that there's, there's a significant advantage to, to name recognition. For example, uh, Maxime Bernier's name recognition, only about a quarter of Canadians are, are familiar with who he is. I mean, he was a cabinet minister uh, twice. Um, and uh, in a head-to-head matchup against O'Leary, uh, he's behind – sorry, against um, uh, Justin. Trudeau Liberals, he's behind by 14 points. Kelly Leach, whose familiarity is even lower, is behind by 16 points uh, in a head-to-head matchup against the uh, the Liberal government. So uh, O'Leary comes into this with some star power. Uh, people have a, a decent sense. A majority of Canadians say that they're familiar with with who he is. Um, so even though he's a he's an outsider, it's not in the same sense as Ignatiev is because nobody knew who he was when he when he came in uh, into the, the race of the leadership uh, for the Liberals. People know who, who, um, who O'Leary is. They have a sense of his style. And at this first juncture, without really knowing many of his policies, many appear uh, willing to kick the tires and consider him.
0: Uh, is it name recognition that's bringing Kevin O'Leary to the forefront, or is it this mounting attitude, anyone but the status quo? I mean, you know, anybody who's been following this certainly knows a lot about Kelly Leach. She's been in the no- yeah. in the news in the sense with her Canadian values and such. So, you know, again, anybody who's paying attention to this certainly knows who Kelly Leach is. Is it really name recognition or anybody but the status quo, anybody but yeah. a typical politician? I think it's a little bit of
1: of, of both. Uh, I mean, the, the name recognition is a is is an important part because, aside from O'Leary, where a majority know who he is, virtually all of the other candidates are down at one in ten Canadians saying that they they know who who they are. But you've got a, a very excellent point in this. Um, disruptive anybody but the status quo, Um, even though Justin Trudeau's approval ratings are close to 60%, which is still very high for a a government who's been in power for over a year, um, if we just broaden our context and look at what's happening around us, We've seen a, a, a disruptor elected in, uh, in, in Donald Trump, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen Brexit in the UK. We're seeing the rise of the popularity of Le Pen in, in, in France. And in many other countries, we have this mounting attitude that the, the system and politicians and elites are, are against us and they're not, they're not for us. Kevin O'Leary represents a disruption, He's an outsider, he's got some, some different ideas, he's brash, he's not terribly politically correct. And I think there may be some uh, degree of, of, uh, of favorability towards uh, just that particular uh, persona. In fact, one in five current NDP voters, now remember they're without a leader, they say that they would in fact vote for O'Leary. Uh, what and does that voters. say
0: when you're coming from the extreme left?
1: Yeah, well, I, and I think these disruptors aren't on the traditional political spectrum. Uh, Donald Trump, yes, he ran out of the Republican banner, but I mean, the, the Republicans don't particularly like him. To, <laughs> they're willing to work with him, but he, those, those traditional um, labels don't apply to these people, and O'Leary may be a conservative, although I suspect that if the opportunity were for the Liberal Party, he he may have just been uh, as interested in, in mm-hmm. running for the Liberals. Um, so we're seeing the NDP again, who are without a leader, looking at a populist character who's willing to change things up. Right now they say they vote NDP, so they're not big fans of of, of Trudeau. So maybe it's the anybody but the status quo, we want a disruptor, and many look uh Willing to to support uh, O'Leary if he becomes the next story leader.
0: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.